643-17 before 7. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Some rain later on today, but I think most of that's going to stay north to us. There's only a 20% chance for showers this evening into tomorrow morning. Then a front comes through. Not going to be as cool as they originally thought. Highs today of 84, tomorrow 78, 74 on Saturday, 76 on Sunday. All in all, 74, 76, plenty of sunshine Saturday and Sunday. Very nice weather. I would prefer it a little cooler, but what are you going to do? Mike Strange joins us now, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. Mike, good morning. You can't do anything about the weather, but you can do something about the farm bill, right? Absolutely. We're working on it hard. Are you surprised how much national attention now is focused on the farm bill? All of a sudden, it's here, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's a huge priority. But I think all of America is now focused on food and agricultural production, and that's a good thing. They better be. The farm bill, they better be. you absolutely right. Look, I've talked to my farmers across the state, been visiting with them, you know, for the last several weeks, and we're fixing to start putting seed in the ground. We're getting everything ready and getting ready for this year. But the farm bill is the roadmap for the largest industry in America, the largest industry in Louisiana. Yeah, let, let me, Mike, if I, can, if, if I can jump in for a second, tell us about that. I know you're in the process of doing that, but what is a farm bill for people that don't know? Where did, did it start? How often do people, is it every five years, you said? It's every five years. And what it does, there are many different parameters all surrounding agriculture and nutrition, foreign trade. It's very comprehensive. It's normally between 850 and 1,100 pages. We've had a farm bill. You know, we've had farm bills since the Great Depression. And if you look at some of the things, just our priorities that we're pushing hard, one, ag research. And one of the things that we are falling behind in this country, believe it or not, is in the area of research. You know, for most of this century, we led the world in ag research, and now we do not. China's now investing more in ag research than we are, and we've got to increase our rate of production. We do that with research. Every dollar we spend on research returns 20-plus dollars to the economy. So that means if you cut it a dollar, you cut $20 out of the economy, and that stretches out over a 15-year to 20-year period. And so the issue is, is whatever we do today affects us for the next 20 years, and we have got to increase production because, again, we're not keeping up with the pace of consumption around the world. So ag research is key, and it's through all of our institutions, and those federal dollars flow not only to federal research centers, but also to our ag centers and our universities. Also, animal disease, that's a big priority there, and that's a big part of that. And we're really working hard for a national veterinary vaccine bank. Uh, We have, you know, to have where we can, in a moment's notice, you know, have those vaccines we need if we get, for instance, African swine fever, a foot and mouth disease. And also, you know, make sure that we maintain what's called a push pack, which means a veterinary stock. We normally keep five of them in place that can go anywhere in the world and the countermeasures. You know, everyone assumes that, you know, that we are, quote, immune to a massive disease outbreak. It's only by keeping those diseases at bay and having our teams of state and federal veterinarians and everything in our hands and all of the inspections and all of the countermeasures. Also, conservation. The key to production is conservation. And, look, we live in a world that is getting ever smaller with more and more people. So you're talking about all the different conservation programs that we have that have been effective, and they've been around since the days of the Dust Bowl. That's where it started. Actually, when they passed the Farm Bill with all the conservation methods, it's when a massive dust storm settled on Washington, D.C. And if you look at all the many things we're trying to do, you know, to, you know, capture carbon, to capture soil, 
you know, to re- maintain water, you know, new areas of, you know, soil health. And so all of this binds into the climate initiatives that we're doing, and we're going to do it such a way that it is a federal, state, and farm partnership through the National Resource Conservation System. We spend, on, on average, 150 to 175 up to $200 million a year in state, federal, and local dollars combined together in the areas of conservation. Water quality is huge. And now this year, a big push on cybersecurity. There's a lot of discussion about there are entities who are not friends of ours, different governments, trying to get into our food production systems and cybersecurity. So that is a part of, the, of that. Food safety. You know, when you go, when you have food, when you go to the grocery, you go somewhere, you know, and, you know, you, you, you believe and you should that that food is safe. Well, it's safe because we make it safe. And so the Food Safety Modernization Act and all the things that we all do collectively in food safety, for instance, you know, the main source of meat inspection and food inspection before, you know, it gets, you know, into the restaurants comes from the Department of Ag and Forestry. So food safety is a huge part in our response. Uh, Looking at new invasive species, you know, one of the things we fight each year, we have an average in Louisiana, we're very fortunate, of only one to two new invasive species. Florida has eight to ten. But to keep those at bay that can come in and destroy crops. And we're always watching for moths, for caterpillars, you know, for plants that come in. Uh, The apple snails. I was in uh, New Iberia at a meeting of sugarcane farmers night before last. We had a beautiful and magnificent crawfish ball. You should have been there. But then they're showing me all the apple snails. I said, well, they said, what are these? So that's simple. That's Cajun escargot, extra chewy. And they all laughed, but that's an invasive species that is now becoming a, a tremendous problem. Local food systems, food procurement, farm to school, the nutrition programs. And in the farm bill, 85% of the farm bill itself is all the supplemental nutritional programs. And that's a huge part. And the farm bill, remember, is a trillion-dollar bill, a trillion dollars. Farm to school. Specialty crop block grants, that's things that we work with and administer, and it, we often do it on a cost share. But if you see the advertisements, for instance, the advertisements for strawberries or the projects that we are working on, part of that is funded uh, by the specialty crop block grants where we are introducing honeybees to high schools. So it's a state and federal uh, program that we have matching monies for young people to learn about agriculture. Also, research and such things as pecans and citrus, you know, and blueberries and trying to move those local food systems. A big part also now is trade promotion. It's a huge part of what's in the farm bill, and so which is necessary because, again, 40 to 50 percent of the value of all our commodities is based on its value in foreign trade. One in three acres of America's production and over 90 percent of Louisiana's production is sold beyond our borders. And so trade promotion is key. We continue to do that. People around the world, you know, they want to buy American products because they're safe and nutritious, and we can deliver them on a continuous and a really, you know, a basis that they know it's coming. So there's a huge, a lot of that going on. We were in Washington. I've been twice in the last month. We continue to work with our delegation and also through our National Association of State Departments for Agriculture collectively as a team. We work to move the farm bill, but it's getting a lot of attention. America is concerned, and they should be. And the bottom line is that we have to really lean forward on increasing productivity 
you know, since 1960, we've increased production fourfold and only doubled the amount of inputs going in. But from now until 20, you know, 50, we have to triple production again, and we're not at the pace to do that. And what's happened so far in order to keep up with the growing world supply, they've actually put more land in production. Uh, they are putting more inputs in production. But there's very little land left to do that, and so we have to increase our efficiencies, and that's through nutrition. So there's a whole lot in there, and now is when all the, high, all the different moves back and forth go in. Crop insurance is another key component. Without crop insurance, you can't get a farm loan. And a crop insurance has to be affordable, but also has to be effective. And now there's a, a discussion in Washington that crop insurance, the, the larger your farm, the less the government will help pay for crop insurance, and the less they will underwrite it, and that's on a per-farmer basis. And 80% of our food is produced by 20% of our farmers. And without you know efficient crop insurance, well, it just doesn't work, and the banks won't loan the money. So that's one of the battles we will be engaging in as well. Mike, every five years, given the way technology exponentially advances, is, is it time to revisit that? And what about bipartisan cooperation? Well, yeah, two good points. Yes, technology is key. And the thing of it is we must, ex- we must excel and move technology faster than we have. You know, a lot, of course, a lot of technology is being moved now by private companies. And you think about John Deere informatics, that is a big part of what they do, you know, in modern agriculture. We have to fully embrace technology, and we are, but we also have to look at other things such as advanced genetics of plants, looking at, at new ways to grow crops. And there's a whole new thing called biostimulants, bio which means they are technologies that allow the plants these things applied to the soil allow the plants to better use the nutrition that's in the soil and it's a whole new uh, realm that we're looking at it's not fertilizer but it's different ways to make have greater bioavailability of the nutrients in the soil that go into the plants so biostimulants is 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 a huge you know just a really huge part of that but every five years uh, we take a look at it we modernize it we move it we move it forward and it's key, and it is absolutely key that it be revisited and continued. Now, on the bipartisanship, you know, you know, for many years I said we need to separate, quote, the agricultural part of the Farm Bill from the nutrition part of the Farm Bill, you know, and each to stand on their own. There are many opponents of that because uh, what happens is that you have the rural farmers, you know, and the people say, no, we, we have to have the farm portion of the Farm Bill. And then you have those that say we have to have the SNAP portion supplemental nutrition what you call food what used to be called food stamps part they are linked together to get the votes to pass the whole bill both sides kind of a give and take and it moves but the funding is probably going to be about 85 percent right so what i consider you know the farm portion of the farm bill now the snap does help you know for you know the value and the prices that we receive etc but that's about 15% and 85% is nutrition. Mike, thank you. I appreciate your time. Very important stuff. We'll talk to you again next week. Mike Strand, Commissioner, Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. 655, 5 till 7, traffic now on WWL.